Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. And I'm the other host, Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Hello, Chris. How are you doing, my friend? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. I've had a fun-filled day. Excellent. Yes. I had a decent day. I had to work. (laughs) Yeah, same. You know. Um... On the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast, what we actually do is... Uh, I forgot what we were doing for a second there. Yeah, you on the Sci-Fi like, yeah, Wise Guys... <laughs> <laughs> on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast, what we actually do is watch straight-to-stream visual entertainment media of the sci-fi and sci-fi-adjacent genres, which usually includes movies, television shows, web television shows, YouTube, videos, short films, compilations of... <laughs> online shorts that become yeah a quote a quote unquote movie i don't know i don't yeah okay but uh as long as it's straight to stream and it's about science fiction we'll probably give it a probably give it a watch anthony <laughs> yes chris what did we watch we watched the 2021 adult animated streaming television series pacific rim the black mm. yes okay on netflix uh, developed by Greg Johnson and Craig Kyle, directed by, I'm very sorry, Masayuki Uimoto, Susumu Sugai, and Takeshi Iwata. Uh, It released today, March 4th, 2021. I've kind of had my eye on this one for a while. I don't know how you feel about Pacific Rim, but I have always enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought the first movie was, was really, really good. Second movie, not as good, but still a fun flick. Yeah, if you don't know anything about Pacific Rim, uh, the the world, uh, the fictional world, it's on Earth, and uh, essentially kaiju, uh, which is a, I believe a Japanese word for giant monster from the sea. I think it's Asc- just yeah. I don't think I think that's how we're using it. Sure. No, but I think that's what it is. I think it's specifically related to sea monsters. You can look it up if you want. While it, I'm doing I, this I did. Thing. I did. I was oh, already okay, staring great. at it. <laughs> so it's just a giant monster. Okay. It's a strange beast. Mm. Yes. In this world, aliens opened up a rift to our world from their universe dimension. I don't know. You might be spoiling the Pacific Rim movies, but <laughs> whatever. Look, giant monsters come out of the ocean. Humanity builds giant mechs. Yeah, to giant go robots fight to them. fight them called Jaegers, which is a German word for hunter. Yes, it's a very interesting concept. The first movie came out to much aplomb, I believe. Very interesting. That came out in 2013. It had a sequel, 2018? 2018. Yeah, the original was directed by Guillermo del Toro, if you don't know who that is. Fair enough. Uh, Also, Travis Beecham. I think he was also directly involved with the creation of that specific story. But either way, we're not here to review those movies. We're here to uh, review this adult animated streaming television series. And as this is something that I picked... I will actually give you the floor, so give me your initial thoughts and opinions, and possibly even the facts. I'm going to go over the facts, and the first fact I'm going to give is about the podcast, our podcast. So typically when we watch television, we watch the pilot episode, and we review the pilot and talk about whether or not we feel like it would be worth watching the rest of the series, whatever that, you know, whatever that is. We did something very different today with Pacific Rim, The Black. And we watched the whole thing. So this is not a pilot episode review or whatever. This is a review of the entire first season. And I do believe this was signed. They did sign up for two seasons uh, before they even started production. Interesting. Which is my first fact about the show. 
Mm. It is day one, so not a lot of reviews or anything out there. It is sitting at a 7.1 on IMDb. I think earlier today when I looked, it was a 7.3. Which is typical. You usually see things come in and then settle down a little lower. Obviously, no critical reviews on the good old Rotten Tomatoes, but it does have an average audience score of 94%, and Metacritic, no reviews yet. You know what we didn't do? Oh, no. We didn't blurb. Yeah, you kind of did. You gave the you gave the the premise. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we can we can take that and go into a blurb. Uh, I have the IMDb blurb. Do you happen to have the Netflix blurb? I could not find a Netflix bl- a Netflix blurb that wasn't the episode, but I found one on Google. Okay, hit me. After Kaiju ravage Australia, two siblings pilot a Jaeger to search for their parents, encountering new creatures, characters, and allies. Well, that is a lot more interesting than the IMDb blurb, which says a teenage boy and his younger sister search for their parents using a giant mobile weapon known as a Jaeger anime series based on the feature film Pacific Rim. There you go. That doesn't tell you anything (laughs) Uh, pretty much at all. So this is a sequel to Pacific Rim Uprising. Yes. As you heard from the Google blurb, uh, it does take place in Australia. So previously, the rifts that the kaiju come from have been the bottom of the ocean, which is why it's called Pacific Rim, because that's where all of the monsters come from. But in this particular series, the rifts are on land and in Australia, and all of Australia has been abandoned by humanity. So we're following some of the survivors some years after that initial attack. All right, so not a lot of reviews out there. The blurbs are pretty straightforward. As far as my initial impressions, first turning this on, Full disclosure, I guess, or a good little background on me. I don't like anime. I think it all looks the same and it's kind of boring. This looks fantastic. This looks really good. The voice acting, really good. Uh, the lip sync is still, you know, it's animation, so it's, it is what it is. The art style is really, really good. It is a kind of a, almost like a cell shaded maybe. 3D animation, so it's still it's still kind of that anime style. They still got those weird pointy chins, and you know hair that's colored not natural colors. But it's very minor. It doesn't really detract from anything. It doesn't feel like I'm watching an an, an anime. But maybe also no, you know that's coming from a place of I don't want to say hatred, but a lack of knowledge of that uh, of that much loved genre. I felt like the pacing was really good. The action scenes. Were really good. When I looked up the production company, I saw that they also had done War for Cybertron, or the animation company, excuse me. And I had very yeah. low expectations. Because uh, if you recall from our review from that, from that, the animation, or the lack thereof, really, was one of our major sticking points. Like, it was just kind of slow and boring, and the action was meh, and everything just kind of moved stiffly, and yada, yada, yada. And this is the exact opposite. This is like, it's like night and day. Feels really good. Are you sure they did? Oh, yeah, I guess they did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know to what extent. Maybe they animated part of it because they did, you know, work obviously with Rooster Teeth on that particular project. So maybe I judged them prematurely, but what's you going to do? As a studio, they also did the Clone Wars. From they helped with some of the Clone Wars stuff. I'm yeah. sorry, 2011, 2012. Tron Uprising, Transformers Robot in Disguise. Star Wars Resistance, Big Hero 6, the series. I mean, they've done some stuff. They did those uh, animated Godzilla movies that are also on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watching this show makes me want to go watch Pacific Rim, which I'm going to do later. <laughs> it also makes me want to uh, check out those Godzilla movies. Definitely going to yeah. give it a give those a shot. No, I was pleasantly surprised from the get-go. The, this is seven episodes. 
The first episode is about 30 minutes. Every subsequent episode is about 20, give or take a, a minute or two here or there. So it's it's very short. It didn't take a long time. You know, when we say we binged it, it wasn't like, you know, we spent days doing it or hours and hours and hours. Oh, yeah. No, I did it over the course of my day because the all the episodes are fairly short. So even if you were like, I mean, I can't tell you to not do your job when you're at your job. But if you manage to watch part of a television show while you're working, if you're able mm-hmm. to, this probably isn't a bad one to pick. You know, I said seven episodes. It looks like there's six episodes on IMDb. There are seven. Yeah, I think something's a little off on that. Because uh, I wrote I wrote them all down. I wrote notes for every episode and the name. So I think they skipped one on the uh, IMDb list. Or maybe they just haven't uploaded it. Yeah. No, they, no, they, they skipped episode five. Interesting. Oh. So Wikipedia does have the full list there. Mm, okay. Yeah. No, but yeah, overall, very positive. If you liked Pacific Rim... I'd say give it a shot because coming from somebody who usually doesn't watch animated or at least this style of animation shows or movies or what have you still don't know where everyone's noses are, but that's, you know, <laughs> it's whatever. Fair enough. What, what did you think? How did you well, like it? Not like it? Whatever. I'm going to preface the I'm going to preface what I say with just a little bit of background information. Not the biggest fan of most anime. I really enjoy the giant robot anime, like the big mecha. Gundam. So yeah, Gundam, Macross, Robotech, Evangelion, whatever. So I'm 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 big into big robots. I think they're awesome. And yes. When a Pacific Rim originally came out, a mutual friend of ours, well, this is a conversation that took place between actually three mutual friends of ours. I was talking to one of them and I was telling them how interested I was in Pacific Rim and then Another mutual friend asked why, and I said, well, you know, because it's like a Godzilla movie, but with with robots, with giant robots. And he was like, well, why don't they just, you know, make a big gun and shoot them? And then another friend of ours was like, because giant robot. (laughs) Yeah, that's about right. And so, I mean, that's when you're making a movie about giant monsters and giant robots, you're probably not going to be making a masterpiece of, of cinema. Right. At least in a traditional sense, you probably aren't going to have this deep thought provoking plot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then it's it's an action movie, right? I'm watching well, it because I want to see yeah. these things. It's, and so it's a high level, extremely well budgeted B movie. I wouldn't even say it's uh, it's probably not even necessarily B movie. Eh. It's just a big popcorn blockbuster. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Because like when I think of B movies, I think of just like lower production and so that being said i love giant robots i love giant monsters i love those particular types of anime this one you said it was adult like that's actually part of the description on wikipedia it is yes described as adult animated streaming television there is i don't want to say extreme but like a surprising amount of violence Mm -hmm. in this particular show we get into spoilers later but like you, you see it like up front. Oh yeah, you see people die on screen, usually in the shot, and it's it's one of those things that really kind of I don't want to say like brings to light like the violence, but usually when you're watching a lot of action movies, you don't always get like you see like the civilians and the bystanders like they're just in the buildings, right? But and the building gets destroyed. They don't talk about all the people that were in the building that died. It just shows the building being destroyed. Right. In this in this show, they you actually get to see the violence, which is interesting. I I enjoyed it. The juxtaposition of the adult content and the violence against 
the childish faces, like even the most adult and hardened characters look like children or they're just they have a very youthful appearance and that's just the animation style so it's fine there's nothing wrong with that sure there there is a lack of like cuteness which i think invades a lot of anime which a lot of people don't like probably yourself included like i don't i don't care i don't need to see like the cute stuff i just want to see the action there is a lack of that for the most part shows pretty uh I don't want to say like heart stopping or heart pounding, but like the action moves pretty quick from scene to scene. Our non-action sequences do a pretty good job of giving you the story as it progresses. Like I, I didn't, I didn't feel bored at any point watching the show, especially in the first episode. I thought the as a pilot actually did a really good job of uh, giving you everything you needed to know of the show and in, uh, in thirty minutes. Yeah, so, oh, absolutely, really solid yeah. pilot. Yeah, really solid. So, so yeah, those are my initial thoughts and opinions. Yeah. All right. Awesome. You still didn't tell me where their noses were, but that's okay. They just don't have any. Yeah, just they don't have them. They just don't have noses. Uh, do you think they just can't draw noses? Do you think that's a problem in their particular animation studio? I don't know. It's just a stylistic choice. Yeah, sure. And when we're saying that we don't like a lot of that anime, we're not saying that there's anything wrong if you like it. So just chill. Yeah. Chris isn't saying there's anything wrong if you like anime. I'm not saying that. Chris isn't saying that. <laughs> oh man as far as the pilot it does introduce i've already mentioned it it does introduce the portals interdimensional portals or whatever uh, on land so that's new Mm -hmm. i like the the time jump for our main characters i was like oh okay uh the initial attack and then here we are survivors five years later very interesting i don't know where they got all the clothes since you know they were children and now they're not but it's whatever I don't know. It presented some questions for me. There was a, f- there were a few small things that I thought were a bit weird. One I got answered by the internet. I didn't realize that that had already been answered. But okay. they stumble upon this Jaeger underground, right outside of their camp. Five years after they camped there, how did they not find the giant underground chamber for five years? She accidentally falls inside of it. So that's a little flimsy. Know. It's a little flimsy, but it gets it going. Well, I think it might be part of that might might be related to how the older brother. So the, the this brother sister couple is Haley and Taylor, respectively. I think Taylor is probably a little controlling since he was the older of the two. Yeah. So he probably like as his grip loosened on Haley as she's becoming, you know, uh, I, she's some kind of teenager. I don't know. How she's old 14. She is. They say okay. in a later episode. Yeah. You know, he's just starting to lose that grip on her, like being able to control her. So maybe he just was always able to like, you know, she always listened to him. So she never went over that direction. And then she runs away because she's mad at him and finds it. I don't know. I don't know. It's a plot hole. Yeah. It's a little bit. Of, I mean, you know, it's a, maybe a minor a plot, plot hole. hole. Yeah. How do they name the Jaegers? I don't know. So this one is Atlas Destroyer, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Some other Jaeger names, Gypsy Avenger, November Ajax, Obsidian Fury. Those are from the second one. I think Gypsy Danger is from the first one too, right? I, yeah. Yeah, Gypsy Danger is from the first one. So I don't know. I can't tell you. All right. (laughs) There's some cool names, man. Hunter Vertigo, Striker Eureka, Marauder Oblivion. I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting naming scheme. And then also all of the kaiju have names, which I did look that up. So the kaiju are are given names off of a, they're like given a random name off a database at the early warning station that watches them come out of the ocean. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know about these new ones that are popping out of the ground in Australia, 
but they're also given names. We got Copperhead, Apex, Acid Quill. It's interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, just random names. The Kaiju are also giving a like a level, like a ranking, one through five. They're like mm-hmm. a Ka- Jaeger Mark Two or Jaeger Mark Four, what have you. The higher the number, being the the worse, or I guess more powerful they are. Worse for us, I should say. It's a very interesting universe that they've set up. The juxtaposition between more or less modern technology and then giant mechs, skyscraper destroying mechs, is pretty interesting. If not a little, it didn't it didn't kick me out. Like it didn't completely knock out my suspension of disbelief. Especially since these are like you know people scrapping together whatever remains they can of of society and trying to survive. But right. overall, it is a bit odd that we're able to fund these giant robots. But yeah, well, whatever, whatever. Like you said, it's it's an inherent it's an inherent piece of the of the genre. You have to buy into I mean, the genre in order to you know move forward. Do you want to get into the discussion that we live in a world? Uh, where there are people who don't have access to drinking water. Do you want to do that real yeah, quick? Yeah, let's do it real t- quick. <laughs> Everyone no. should have drinking uh, water. I'm sorry. Yes. I, yes, don't, I, I feel like I'm going to take that controversial. Like we here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast, <laughs> we don't take very many political stands, right? We watch science fiction, mostly B-movies. So we, we like to enjoy what we enjoy. And we, every once in a while, our views or maybe politics will come up just because of the content of what we watched. But I feel like today's the day I want to make a stand for the first time on this platform <laughs> and say that everyone should have drinking water. Damn. Yeah. So how can you say something so brave yet so controversial? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I always thought the, the, I, cause the technology that they show or the, the, the world level of technology is for the most part modern day. Yes. Like all the cars, like they all look like internal combustion engine vehicles. They know. explode. Like there, there's a oil tanker at some yeah. point that explodes. So that yeah, yeah. And so the the only real advanced technology that we seem to have is the 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 mecha, the Jaegers, which are, are pretty neat. I um, it's an interesting like attempted solution to a problem. I don't know who would have came up with that. You know, Godzilla's here. Oh no, what should we do? Well, Bill Voltron. I mean, Mecha you know? Godzilla does exist. <laughs> I don't yeah, think he was. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Th- like how many steps did they have to get through to where the person who came up with the idea with let's build a giant robot was actually able to make like that he giant was funded. Robot? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, <laughs> the, the, the secretary, the minister of defense, the, the secretary of state. So whatever from all these different countries come together and they're, they're, they're like, okay, what do we do? <laughs> Why don't we build a giant robot? That's a great idea, Stevens. (laughs) They approved it sarcastically, not realizing that he was going to do it. That's actually what we needed, yeah. (laughs) Just to kind of give a brief high-level overview of the plot for the first episode. So at the beginning, we actually get a different set of Jaeger pilots, which is in fact uh, their parents, um, whose names I already have forgotten. I think one of them was Ford? Yeah, Ford, Brina and Ford Travis. They are fighting Kaiju in Australia. And then someone gives an order. I don't remember what it was or whatever, but essentially they're going to abandon Australia. They're going to leave it to the Kaiju. They can't they can't save it. They're going to retreat to other places, whatever. They kill one of the Kaijus and then they go to try to get their kids. 
they save their children in a bus and take them to a place that's supposed to be a, a I think they call it Shadow Basin. Yeah, somewhere out in the desert. Be, yeah. Yeah. A, a, a military base that was supposed to be hidden away from the kaiju. It's gone now. Uh, they bar- They say they buried it. I'm guessing it's self-destructed. Which, and yeah, that's what I thought. The desert swallowed it up. Sure. Then they leave and they promise to come back. It's five years later. Haley is, I guess... Some pe- some of the survivors are choosing to leave, and Haley's helping them leave. Taylor doesn't like that. Haley actually accidentally finds a finds a Jaeger. She finds the military base because she's mad at her brother. Yeah, a bunch of noise happens. It summons the a kaiju. The kaiju comes, destroys their village, and they quote unquote defeat it. And that's pretty much the end of the episode, more or less. I so, mean, when they say it destroys their village, it kills everyone but them because they're in the Jaeger. Yeah, not cool. And then. And then it's uh, it's going to run and jump at them. Yeah. And they use the classic self-defense technique of ducking. Classic. Which, uh, which causes the, the kaiju to jump over them into a gigantic ravine. Yeah. Is not seen again at the in this particular episode. So I will say compared to the movies, I feel like this is a lot more of a... The other, you, could, you could claim that the Pacific Rim movies, while their characters are not always military or militaristic Mm -hmm. the jaegers are part of a military force right and it is Mm -hmm. ultimately about that military called the pan pacific defense corps fighting back the kaiju this is much more about survival after a giant kaiju attack so it's very it's a different viewpoint on this universe we haven't talked about it but for y'all who don't know to pilot the jaeger it takes two people and they're mentally linked so like they can see all of each other's memories and feelings and yada, yada, yada. I don't know if they've ever actually explained why it takes two people. I guess it's just the mental strain of being connected. I don't recall. In the in the original movie, they talk about how it would kill people. Ah. So they... they yeah, it's um, just a mental burden. Yeah. They needed another person to link their minds so that when the when the robot or whatever connected to them, the AI, it wouldn't cause their brains to fry. Yeah, so. that's a good reason. <laughs> The show really dives into the whole mind meld situation. Very interesting. Like to take just because it's got this different viewpoint, it's able to take some of the technology that is more or less kind of taken for granted in the other movies and really explore it in a different way. Judging from the pilot, I would definitely recommend this show. I think it's fun. Like I said, it's pretty fast paced. It's not holding back any punches. Definitely got a story to tell and it's going to tell it. Yeah, I think the show's worth the price of subscription. I think it uh, it does a lot of things right. I don't necessarily think it does anything really wrong. Oh, really? I mean, not really. I mean, okay. for a pilot. Oh, for a pilot. Know. Sorry, I thought you yeah, meant the whole show. And I was like, oh, okay. No, no, no. Just as a whole, I think the pilot does a really good job of putting you in universe, especially if you're a fan of the other ones. Oh, yeah. Do you think that you could watch this without having watched at least the first Pacific Rim movie? I think, yeah, I think you could. I think you could, but I think you'd get more out of it if you watched the other movie or movies for sure. All right. Yeah, cool. So uh, we've given this our normal recommendation, right? We watch a pilot, we talk about it, high level stuff, and then we would say whether or not it's worth the price of subscription. Normally, we'd also say whether or not we personally planned on continuing to watch it, but we've already done that. Yes. From this point on, I think it's safe to say we're going to spoil the rest of the season if you want to hear our opinions on the rest of the season, stick around. If you don't, pause, put a pin in it, watch yeah. some television, come on back. There are 
I, that was a pause. So y'all could pause. Uh, pause. <laughs> we're, we're moving on. Yeah. So I really enjoyed the way that flashbacks were weaved into the story. Okay. We start with some, some flashbacks in the beginning of episode two. There's more flashbacks later on. Whenever he's being mind melded against his will, there's a lot of flashbacks and different different looks at things. I, I liked like normally a flashback is all right. Let's pause for some exposition. But I found myself actually interested in what was happening in the flashbacks. Like they felt like it had an impact on the plot. And in, you know, because a lot of times you get a flashback, it's like you could have just told me that, you know, <laughs> or yeah, you sure. know, what are we? Why didn't you tell me this earlier? I, I don't know. It just so it can sometimes be odd and in this show they didn't just do a flashback episode or an episode full of flashbacks to flesh out people's backstory it's kind of like like i said it's woven throughout weaved woven i think both work yeah Yeah. okay it's weaved slash woven throughout the story like every i think every episode has a flashback to some extent whether it's somebody in their memories somebody seeing someone else's memory watching a recording from years ago whatever that may be yeah. i was really really I, impressed I, I wrote i wrote it down <laughs> I kind of agree with you. I I really like the way it went through and yeah, it's technically, I always get hung up on what is and what isn't exposition. And so I really enjoyed how this show chose to deliver its exposition because it's doing it not only for the people, it's doing it for the people that haven't seen the movies, but it's also kind of like not even necessarily fan service as much as it is like it fills in the gaps for the people that have watched the movies. Like there's a there's a character that they uh, describe in one in the episode where he solo drifts for the first time. Herc Hansen. Well, actually, they show three characters from previous movies, but they show Herc Hansen's death. Like he actually like Taylor gets to to live it. Yeah, it's very interesting. And uh, Herc Hansen's the he's from the first movie. He's the he's the guy that had the son. Yeah, stuff like that. No, I thought it was pretty neat. I like how they decided to do that. So I agree with you there. Yeah, it's just a lot of times with these types, of, especially I think in science fiction, you end up explaining more than just the plot because you've got to explain technology. And we've made fun of movies and shows before for, I mean, what was it recently? Uh, Cyborg X, just recently, where the colonel yeah. is going to get up in front of everybody and tell them things that they already know because yeah. <laughs> the audience doesn't know it, right? Which is just, uh, yeah. So... It was cool the way they did it here. was It was very, very well done. As far as the overall plot and where they went, I was not... Ex- I guess I guess I was kind of... Ex- I was expecting them to be at odds or have a confrontation with other groups of humans because that's people. And I think that's, right. that's a common thing. I wasn't expecting it to be such a big part of the plot and really to have the villain of the story be, you know, a human. Shane, you know, and not the environment or whatever it is that they're they're fighting like it was in the previous movies yeah so not only are they fighting amongst themselves and they're getting their character growth as they're figuring their this new stage of their their life out they're also dealing with a psychopath well it's kind of common to have that humans be the antagonists in a movie in which there's an extra or an extra human threat you know what i mean whether it be aliens or zombies perfect example yeah it's pretty common but i i think it's that's probably due to the age of the characters, because I think he like Shane even says at some point, you know, he's like the weak get killed out here within a month, usually. So let's just go, I'm gonna go ahead and put you out of your misery because they're young and naive, right? Like for yeah, the most part, absolutely. you don't you don't see any other children 
they may have already grown up or whatever, but they probably died because they were too weak to to do whatever. Yeah, so, that makes sense. No, that was a really interesting choice as well. I uh, <laughs> do you have any any particular thing to say about any of the characters? Not really. There's a couple of there's a couple of little tropes, but they're done pretty well. Richter is. He's the head of the, like, what did they call him? The Raiders or the Riders or something like that? Riders, yeah. Yeah, yeah. whatever. He he leads a biker gang. <laughs> <laughs> Sci-fi biker gang. No, they're not. That's not quite right. But he, when he first came on screen with an Australian accent, I was like, whoa, that's, it caught me off guard. And then I realized that we're in Australia. Why hasn't everyone else had an Australian, like, or more people at least had an Australian accent? Sure, yeah. Yeah, our main characters don't. <laughs> everyone they grew up with doesn't. And then they meet well, these two people, May and Richter, and one of them has a real hard Australian yeah. accent. Like, okay. Well, I mean, it's it's because they're Americans. Right. But I mean, May grew up there, right? She grew up in Australia. They talk about it later on. I can't explain that one. I mean, probably because her parents didn't have Australian accents. I guess. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. As far as the characters themselves, none of them felt extraneous, if that makes sense. I think everyone served a purpose. Yeah. Which was nice. I mean, you only have so, like, this is a very quick show, right? Seven episodes, like, about two hours, right? Yeah. Total. Yep. So it's, you know, you got to get to the point. I've already mentioned I thought the voice acting was great. No voices and faces mis- mismatched or anything like that. May is your, you know, hard as nails female soldier, you know, in, a, in an otherwise male-dominated group of people. So it's a little bit of a trope. What was the, uh, was it Joel? Was the mechanic or what have you? The drunk mechanic? Yeah. Also a little bit of a trope, but I like what they did with his character. Yeah. Jaeger technician is, I guess. Yeah, Jaeger technician. I mean, I say I like what he did with his character. He doesn't make it. But it was was pretty good. Like, even his death was well done in the plot and whatnot. I liked it quite a bit. Did any characters stick out to you? Uh, I really enjoyed Loa, the voice of the Jaeger that they're in, Atlas Destroyer. Yeah. Played by a young woman named Erica Lindbeck, who I, I, I've heard her voice a lot because she's in a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, looking, she's been active since 2014, and she's just in a load Movies, of, TV, yeah. v- games, video games. She's apparently the voice of Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's <laughs> got to be that's got to be a steady gig in and of itself. Gideon Adlin played Haley, and Colum Worthy played Travis. Taylor. Get- They're all Travis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Gideon not as well traveled in her profession, I guess. She's been active since 2011, but have been in far less things. Yeah, she was in one thing in 2011, and then it jumps 2016 yeah. is really when she starts. And then yeah. Colum Worthy, uh, who's I've I've heard his voice many times as well. Like he's also been in live action television. He was quite in a bit. Yeah. Stargate Atlantis, Psych, two episodes of Psych as two different characters, Smallville stuff like that. Oh, Pretty one cool. of the greatest shows of all time. Uh, Smallville, Kyle, Kyle X Y. Um, <laughs> What is that? Uh, it's sarcasm. I don't know if you've ever heard of sarcasm. Oh, I have. I just didn't know. I just didn't know what Kyle XY was. Oh, it was a show. Uh, it was on ABC Family. That's all you really. Mm, fair enough. Was he? Was he Kyle? No, he wasn't Kyle. He was just. A, he had a guest appearance. Sad. Yeah, could have been Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> it could have. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. You got to dream bigger, uh, Colin. <laughs> it could have been Kyle. <laughs> For the most part. N- not anyone else that I would recognize, 
but Nolan North. Yeah. You know, whatever. It's weird because I thought Shane's voice actor did quite a quite a good job, but he is not a clickable link on Wikipedia. Interesting. So we're putting him into IMDb. He is. uh, He's been in a lot of stuff. He's an older gentleman. He was in 2067, which is. He had another movie movie. with a year in the title. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, He's in Sons of Anarchy. He's got 134 acting actor credits. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he gets work. around. Some voice acting, but a lot of yeah. live. Is it called live acting, I guess? In yes. person? Who knows? <laughs> Who uh, knows? And one credit as additional crew. Ooh, interesting. As an interesting. acting coach slash chaperone slash mentor. Interesting. Huh. huh. Acting yeah. coach. Cool. Yeah. Probably the most famous, or I wouldn't want to say the most famous, but probably the most recently famous character on here is Vincent Piazza, who played Joel, actually. Lucky Luciano from Boardwalk Empire. Mm. So yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, all in all, I think the show's really good. The, a lot of the fighting animation, there were some parts, especially with the boy, Ugh. who is probably the worst part of the show. Ugh. Yeah. They find him in the PPCD head, uh, headquarters in a back to tank in, in Meridian. Yeah, in, in a in a in a, a test tube. Who I mean, I don't, I, I don't know how long he's been there, but <laughs> at least five years. At least, right? at least, yeah. So he doesn't speak. He doesn't really have any. I mean, he's got emotions or whatever, but he doesn't. He can't emote whatever. And as it turns out, he is yeah. some sort of weird genetic hybrid. I don't even. Can we human yeah. kaiju? They also run into another hybrid kaiju, which I think happened in the second movie, yes, right? Yes, it did, yes. The Jaeger-kaiju hybrids, yeah. Yeah. He is able to actually communicate with one of these things, and then he actually turns into a kaiju. Uh, he turns yeah. from a small, wafy, white-haired young man, uh, adolescent probably, into a 50-foot More than 50, a couple hundred feet, yeah. He was yeah, rather whatever. large. Yeah. So. Oh, man. So, okay. I've got a series of questions. I'm ready for you. All questions. right. Number one, was he wearing his leather jacket underneath his Jaeger driving suit the entire time? No. <laughs> How? Because it looked like the when he first put it on, he was. And then I was like, oh, that's weird. And I never see him take his jacket off. That's all I'm oh, saying. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Two. Well, because in the, in, the, in the show, like, or I'm sorry, in the movie, those suits are bulkier, I think. Maybe, yeah. So it's probably a little bit more believable that you'd be able to wear clothes underneath, but still leather underneath that yeah, yeah no, the guy's overheating yes yeah, 120 sure. degrees at least yeah all right <laughs> what did you think of the lifted limo <laughs> um i mean uh and i didn't realize the limos yeah, had yeah, such I, little trunk space if this is to be I, believed you know donks are not only a thing of the now but also the future <laughs> apparently <laughs> so and the post-apocalyptic wasteland yeah 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 all right, I can't answer the tr- I can't answer the trunk space question. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I've never been in a limo. Have you ever been? In not a, designed. Have you ever been in a limo? Yes, I think we've talked. Yes. I'm having deja vu. Have we talked about this before. Yes, I got vomited on inside of a limo. Oh, yes. that's right, you got vomited on inside of a limo. Was that was that a high school thing? No, it was a it's an adult bachelor party. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> oh man, I'm so sorry. It you know it be what it be. That it do. All right, would you watch season two? Of Pacific Rim so. of the Black? Would yes. you recommend that? I would recommend it. Hopefully they kill off this young boy. Um, well, he's a kaiju so now, so. Just go and write him out of the show. I don't want him anymore. Uh, no, because he'll probably somehow turn back into a small child, because that's how anime works. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's where I'm at. Up through episode six, I was on board. I was like, ah, this is going to be good. Yeah, and another season is supposed to be coming. This is going to be good. And then in episode seven, there's a dance sequence, <laughs> which did serve a little bit of a purpose, but there's so many other things they could have done to not have some ridiculous dance sequence in the season finale. You can't be wasting my time like this. Let's get this going, you know? No, I could, no, I could, I could, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the little boy turns in, it, it turns into a giant kaiju because apparently he was a kaiju the whole time because he gets like shot and bit and things like that. Like I say bit, by snake. It wasn't like <laughs> people human, aren't yeah. biting people or anything. It's probably worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I just wanted to give context. But it, nothing pierces his skin. He walks around barefoot everywhere. Like every time they're like, yeah, we walked through, we walked here. People look down at the little boy's bare feet. And I'm like, he, they can tell you're lying. He did not walk here barefooted. <sighs> but he did. Uh, well, I mean, technically he did at that point. But you know what I mean? In the context of yeah. the them trying to the mislead everyone yeah. else. Yeah. 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 So the nail in the coffin for this, for me, for me to say that I'm actually not planning on watching season two, mm. unless you tell me that they fix this stuff. In the last <laughs> less than a minute, a group of people called the sisters show up. They were mentioned way earlier as being another faction from the mountains because they were doing trade with them or what have you. And they have apparently tamed these small, like wolf-like kaiju that they've been running from. I say small, larger than a human. Yeah, but extremely the, small uh, compared the size to size of like a, a buffalo. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> that's a good comparison. Everyone's seen a buffalo, and <laughs> it's like the size of a bantha. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A dewback. Yeah, it's about the size of a dewback. Yeah. How, and, how obscure can we get? How obscure? <laughs> <laughs> that's. I don't think it's about the size are, of it. Are banthas obscure? It's about the size of an elkhor. It's probably how big it is. All right. Yeah. It's like if that and that never mind. Yeah. So <laughs> they show up and they go, ah, the Kaiju Messiah has shown up or arrived. <laughs> and I literally I was like, what? Just like the show jumped the shark in the last 10 seconds of the season. It completely kills like, oh, they're setting up for season two right. to be about the boy and his special Kaiju stuff. And I just don't care. I didn't care about him for pretty much the entire season. I don't care about him now, you know, like there's so many other things they could have done with him or just not had him at all and done di something completely different. And it would have been so much more interesting. So, no, I, I don't plan on watching season two when it releases. I'm going to wait. I want to see what other people say. I'm going to ask my questions about the Kaiju Messiah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel pretty good about that decision. Honestly, not to see that. I'm sorry. That is just, it, it, no, oh, my goodness. No, it, it definitely I don't even necessarily would say that the wheels start to come off, but it's definitely more along the lines of like the driver. The it went off the rails yeah. a little bit, uh, at the very, but at the very end, right? Like such yeah. a weird place to put that type of twist. Yeah, because these sisters are mentioned earlier in the in the show. I think season two or not season episode, episode one, two, two or three, three yeah. whichever one. Yeah, they want kaiju eggs. It's never described why. There's a an arms deal that goes down that goes wrong, but um, uh, Shane is offering these ki these kaiju eggs for the power cells. Yeah, he's doing trade. They need this. I yeah, have yeah, that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and so it, they mentioned the sisters, and he's like, I don't, I don't care what they want them for because you can't eat them. So it's it's like, oh well, the, who are these people who are trying to 
what they were trying to raise kaiju and apparently they've they've at least gotten them to obey them because yeah they're like getting ready to strike or whatever and then uh one of the little people is like no 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 hold on hold on not yet yeah uh no i'll let you know uh yeah, whenever it comes do. out <laughs> you should watch it or not uh, this is gonna sound i'm gonna i'm gonna get skewered for this but those plot twists at the end of the season are why i don't watch anime i don't have oh, no. much of anything like it's just totally. weird man it's just weird for no reason and i'm i'm obviously a huge science fiction fan and fantasy and, and the, the adjacent and hybrid genres i'm down but when you start getting into this weird it's just weird as soon as the words kaiju messiah pop into your head as a good story <laughs> idea you're done <laughs> I I'm mean, moving it's on very to other similar things. to we talked about Macross and Robotech earlier. The Robotech series that I grew up watching was the only one that I knew about came on Cartoon Network. I think on Toonami when I was younger. Oh man, Toonami! Yeah, I just dated myself. Yeah, I forgot about Toonami. <laughs> there, it's the humans in these transforming jet plane robots. Uh, Mecha are fighting against these giant, huge people called the Zentradi, and the way that they defeat the Zentradi spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched this show from 40 years ago or 30 years ago is a girl sings and none of them have ever heard singing before they all want peace now so no i get it i totally get where like anime goes sideways and it goes sideways really fast and you're like you're doing it like you're looking one direction all of a sudden you're like well how did i get here uh no (laughs) totally no like when he turned into the kaiju yeah I laughed out loud. Like I, my coworker who sits behind me was like, what are you watching? And then like, I, I rewound it. I think he watched the first or second episode. And I told him what I was watching. He was like, oh, it sounds pretty. You know, like the movie. And then um, I went back to that scene where he turns into the kaiju and he, he was like, what are you, what is happening? <laughs> so no one knows. No, no one knows yeah. what's happening. We don't know why it's happening. Yeah, but it is, but it, yeah, but it, it did. It sure as heck happened. <laughs> And uh, um, all those people that paused and came back to listen to our opinions about season one. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Unless they. Yeah, we're sorry that you had to watch it. And we're sorry if you disagree with us. (laughs) Yeah. All around. Both accounts. Really, we apologize (laughs) for, I mean, I don't know, existence. All right, man. I don't have. Yeah, I don't have any other bits planned. No, I was going to say, I, that's, I pretty much got all, I've said everything I needed to say. And, I've said some yeah. extra on top of it. <laughs> so, If y'all have any other shows that you want us to check out or, or straight to streams movies that we should uh, check out, please email them to us at sci-fiwiseguys at gmail.com. You can also message them to us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. We definitely appreciate the suggestions. Doing a whole season like this, uh, we we plan on doing this uh, a little more often. This is our first time doing it. I'm sure that'll the format will adjust a little bit as we're you know as we're getting uh, better at it. I guess more experienced at this particular format. Let us know if you like it, don't like it, what have you, so we can you know make sure we're putting out the content that you like. I don't know. We don't care. We're gonna do what we want to do. Yeah. Let us know if you want us to do another anime, and we'll think really hard about it this time. Yeah. We. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is the answer is no. I we got to give me a few months to a few months off before I do this again. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. If you liked what you heard, please support us by telling us and your friends about us. Tell your enemies about us because everyone deserves to listen to our thoughts and opinions. Also, tell your mom. <laughs> sure, my mom listens. Um, <laughs> I'm told. I don't know. It's one of those Allegedly. things. You're like, yeah, yeah. We, we yeah. I listened to that. I was a little blah. I'm like, mm-hmm. 
okay. Mm. You know, you don't have to. Mm. I will not be upset if you don't listen. Uh, anyways, please rate, subscribe, comment, whatever you get, a, uh, whatever it is, the five-star review on iTunes or subscription on whatever your podcasting platform of choice is. goes a long way to supporting us. We appreciate it. If you want to go above and beyond, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash sci-fi wise guys. Dollar a month will get you episodes early, behind the scenes content, cut scenes, that type of thing. Plus, you know, you're supporting your favorite podcast. Or maybe you're supporting your fifth favorite podcast. We'll take it. Yeah. There's a lot of podcasts out there that deserve to be yeah. listened to. <laughs> Ours is uh, not at the top of the list, but it's sure far from the bottom. It should be. It is. It is. We're giving our opinions, remember? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We just want to thank everyone again for listening. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And know that above all, you can be a kaiju boy too. Oh, bye. Uh, uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you caught me off guard on that one. (laughs) And that show went, that show ended really weird. I literally, my note says, <laughs> this is my notes for episode seven. So I wrote down episode seven, showdown. First thing I wrote down was they really like the feet going into the footholder sequence. <laughs> Second thing I wrote, dance sequence? This is the season finale. Don't waste my time. Third, the sisters show up and suddenly it's very Japanese. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, cut that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <sighs>